Hello, you are listening to This Week in 1916 with Ray McGovern, following the rising as it happened, day by day. Monday, April 24th, 10.55 hours, reports of Irish volunteers assembling in uniform and carrying arms close to Blackhall Place to the west of the forecourts. 11.02, large numbers of volunteers assemble outside Liberty Hall. Groups are entering and leaving. Clusters are in uniform, but there are many others in civilian attire but wearing ammunition bandoliers carrying various arrays of weapons. These would be the Citizen Army. A bugle sound caused a detachment of Citizen Army to form up and make their way at a brisk pace across Butt Bridge, their destination unknown. Uh, but uh, we can tell you it was Stevens Green they were heading for. 11.08, stories uh, emerge of intense activity in the Green area. Apparently numbers of the 2nd Battalion Irish Volunteers have been converging on the area uh, since early morning, many of them in full kit. 11.14. Detachment of volunteers arrived early by bicycle have just departed Earlsford Terrace and made their way towards the Grand Canal, believed to be making their way to Clan William Terrace near Boland's Mill. 11.35. Two columns of volunteers are now formed on Bishop Street, while a detachment of their comrades have forced entry at the massive Jacob's Biscuit Factory. Whatever is going on in Dublin, this is shocking the local citizens. 10.40, the latest reports from Dublin indicate several dozen citizen army have stormed into Stevens Green to shock bank holiday revellers who have been ordered to leave the park at Bayonet Point. 1.45, now appears that these disturbances have been well organised. The South Dublin Union has been entered by volunteer elements under the command of Commander Eamon Kant. It now appears that the military picked the wrong day to go to the races, a reference to Fairy House, which was Grand National Day, Easter Monday. And remember, the rising is one day late. It was due to start on the Easter Sunday, but was delayed by the counterman. 11.47, this is it. It is an insurrection. Rebels have just stormed the forecourts and begun smashing windows. 10.55, the rebellion's First blood has been spilt at Dublin Castle. It appears that the Citizen Army detachment that left Liberty, Liberty Hall earlier has its eyes fixed on Dublin Castle. The policeman has been shot outside the main gate of Dublin Castle. 12.20. Scenes at Sackville Street. A clock has been truly begun to strike in Dublin City. The General Post Office has been stormed by over 150 volunteers and Citizen Army. When they stormed the building, it caused pandemonium. All the customers were put out, all the staff were put out of the, the entire building, which is four storeys. Three of the rebellion's leaders outside the uh, building have produced a proclamation and read out its contents to uh, passers-by. Many of the crowd are taunting and abusing the, uh, the, the insurgents. 1228, the rebellion spreads. Boland Mills on Barrow Street has been seized by rebel forces along with Boland's Bakery nearby. Terrific excitement has gripped the city. 1231, outposts appear to be consolidated covering the city's various bridges. Davies Pub overlooking Latouche Bridge at Portobello near Mount Street has been stormed. Shots are being fired. 1234, 
Another outpost has been seized on Dublin's southern quayside. The Mendicity Incident, our institute near Houston Station, has just been seized. Of all its homeless inhabitants, turfed out on the street at gunpoint. Volunteers now in control of the building. 12.52, reports are now coming in of a daring raid having been undertaken by a Republican special force at the magazine fort in the Phoenix part of the west of the city. It appears that ammunition and weapons have been seized. 12.58, two unfamiliar flags have been raised upon the roof of the GPO. One bears the colours green, white and orange, while the other contains the words Irish Republic emblazoned in gold on a green background. Taunts are still being doled out to the rebels by many of the civilians. Fearing trouble from the military, uh, crowds have gathered at both ends of the street, keen not to miss what is unfolding. The phrase, rebellion weather, has been bandied about. At 1308, it appears that more outposts are being taken by the rebels. Volunteers from the 2nd Battalion, that's the one in Jacobs, are forcing their way into buildings along Fumbally Lane, and Malpa Street off uh, New Street. They want to protect Jacob's factory from Wellington Barracks, uh, now Griffith Barracks, on the South Circular Road. Civilians in the area are causing serious problems with volunteers, hurling stones and dishing out all manner of verbal abuse. 1314, companies of Dublin Fusiliers have been scrambled together in the Royal Barracks uh, now, now known as Collins Barracks on Ben Borba Street, a mile or so to the west of the city. Uh, military as a whole missing in action at the Fairy House races, but units still within the city are mobilising. 13-16 hours, Ansley Bridge between Fairview and North Strand is under rebel control. Another artery of the city is barred from traffic and uh, any entry into the city. 1322, City Hall occupied. It appears that Dublin uh, Castle is being directly assaulted. The entry, uh, the gates of uh, Dublin Castle actually were slammed shut and there was only six known soldiers to have been in there so it would have been easily taken. Instead they take uh, City Hall just outside the castle. Gunshots can be heard echoing through the surrounding walls. 1324, just across from City Hall, two positions have been taken on Parliament Street, the Evening Mail Office, an express building, and Henry and James Outfitters. Number of rebels holding the building is unknown. 1330, an hour and a half into the rising, British counter-attack. Ship Street behind the castle has seen close quarter action between 200 or so British troops and rebels gathering the rear of Dublin Castle. That you'd know as the cobblestone entry at the rear uh, of, of, of the castle. 1332, the rebel cordons tighten around the city. Harcourt Street Station is now in rebel hands. 1338, British cavalry dribble from outside four courts. The roadway is strewn with wounded men and horses as the uh, Garrison and the GPO open up fire on them. 1348, desperate scenes at City Hall, full-scale combat has broken out around the City Hall. The military have suffered several casualties assaulting the building. Its surrounding position, great damage to the attacking troops as they try to rush its main door. 
the noise of fire is deafening. 1352, intense fighting along the Western Keys. A company of Royal Dublin Fusiliers suffered several casualties under repeat fusillades from across the river at the Mendicity Institute. They are firing back now while using the river wall for cover. Second policeman shot dead in Stevens Green, allegedly by Countess Markiewicz. It is unclear what has happened to cause this. Meanwhile, trenches are being dug inside the green. Terror is now beginning to grip the capital. 1403, vicious fighting around South Dublin Union, now known as James's Hospital, of course. Keen to relieve Dublin Castle, troops recently left Richmond Barracks in Inchicore, but came under fire outside uh, Mount Brown. They have suffered several casualties. 1405, it's reported that earlier on a patrol of Royal Irish Regiment Infantry came under fire from Davies' pub at Portobello. The rebels have been driven out by reinforcements backed up by a machine gun. Dublin is at war. 1413, machine gun fire in Royal Barracks, uh, Collins Barracks, of course. It is unclear at present, but machine gun fire has been heard from the roof of the Royal Hospital in Kilmainham aimed at the, Royal, the South Dublin Union. Is the British Army headquarters under attack? Royal Hospital was where the high command of the British Army located. 1416, shocking scenes in Sackville Street, Lancers killed by rebels. Dublin's main thoroughfare has become a scene of slaughter. Dublin is a battlefield. Several British cavalry Lancers are lying dead on the street, along with their horses. An ambulance sped away carrying wounded. They were ambushed by a hail of fire from the GPO. 15, 14, 19 hours gunfire around Rialto. Violence spreading throughout the city. The south-facing entrance of Dublin, South Dublin Union is under attack from elements of the Royal Irish Regiment. They appear keen to secure a line into the city. That was a regiment uh, heading in to relieve the uh, Royal uh, Kilmainham. We're blocked at Kilmainham, or at Rialto. 14.21 hours, Marabone Lane Distillery, which is in the hands of the rebels, is now pouring a deluge of fire onto the British troops. British cavalry driven from outside the forecourts in bloody battle. Reports have come in of an early engagement outside the courts building where 50 Lancers transporting ammunition were forced to take flight when ambushed by rebels in the forecourts. The roadway is strewn with wounded men and horses. That particular ammunition was passing down to the uh, magazine fort in the Phoenix part and was unrelated to the rebel, uh, the rebellion which just happened to be passing. 1403, vicious fighting around South Dublin Union, keen to relieve Dublin Castle. Troops recently left Richmond Barracks in Inchicore, but came under fire the South Dublin Union. They have suffered, suffered several casualties. 1405, it's reported that earlier a patrol of Royal Irish Reg Regiment came under fire in Portobello. We move on now to 1600 hours. Reinforcements now pouring in from Kingsbridge Railway Station, uh, which is a hive of activity. Thousands of British troops from the Curra are on their way uh, into the city. The alarm has gone up about Dublin Castle, the seat of British government in Ireland, being in danger. 1635, half four, sniper fire across O'Connell Bridge. 
Several positions on both sides of the Liffey have been in engaged in vicious sniper fire. It is the most bizarre of spectacles. Civilians, enthralled by the sounds of gunfire, are placing themselves at risk, keen to view what is happening. 1645, horrific scenes on Northumberland Road. As the fighting spreads, reports of several casualties among the veteran defence force in the Ballsbridge area. Now, these are uh, British auxiliaries or local defence force who were, had been on manoeuvres all day and were just returning to Ballsbridge and the volunteers opened fire on them. Several of them were killed. 1648, fighting has taken place along the Dublin-Kingstown railway line. Rebels have opened fire on a large detachment of the veteran defence force, causing them to scatter in panic. 1721, still fighting around Dublin Castle, a large force arrived on foot from Kingsbridge and are involved in heavy fighting against the citizen army in City Hall. The shooting is now incessant. 1735, Kelly's fishing tackle shop in rebel hands. They now control O'Connell Bridge from both flanks of its, to its north. Tragic death of a young nurse in South Dublin Union. Reports of a new young nurse uh, attending a volunteer wounded being shot by British uh, soldiers. The fighting there has been conducted in hospitals filled with patients. People are screaming in terror as shots echo through the many wards. 1803, just after six o'clock, a civilian has been shot dead by rebels in Stevens Green. Apparently several warning shots were aimed over the man's head as he tried to break down a barricade erected by the rebels where his own grey horse cart was, uh, was being used. He refused to desist and was shot dead, a man named Kavanagh. Civilians are hurling abuse at the rebels. 1935, scenes of pandemonium at City Hall. British infantry and cavalrymen have stormed into the rear of City Hall. The area is in complete chaos. Non-stop firing can be heard from inside the huge building, as well as several explosions which are presumed to be hand grenades. It hasn't been mentioned yet, but the uh, captain in charge of the Citizen Army was shot dead on the roof of City Hall, uh, it said, while raising the, uh, the tricolour. And that was uh, Sean Connolly, an actor in the Abbey. 20 hundred hours, insurgents are falling back into Fumbly Lane positions towards Jacob's factory. Our most dangerous enemy at present is not the forces of the Crown, it is the local civilians, many of whom are pelting them with stones, whatever they can get their hands on. 2030, looting in Sackville Street. Buildings throughout Sackville Street are being looted and set on fire. The scene is of chaos. Surgeons have fired over the heads of looters to try and stop them. Pierce was also an always anxious that... Uh, the rising be conducted honourably. 2125 hours Sackville Street. The situation is unprecedented. The atmosphere is surreal. What the outcome will be, nobody knows. Shops are in flames. No one will sleep in Dublin City tonight. 2135 City Hall in, uh, captured by Brit Brit British troops after several ferocious attacks. Uh, Crown forces are inside in the, uh, in the building. Uh, several dozen rebel men are still on the roof and have no plans to surrender. 
sniping around Beggar's Bush Barracks, Falls Bridge. The barracks is under incessant fire from rebel positions along the nearby railway line into Dublin. 23.15, nearly midnight, rebels control the gasworks in Balls Bridge Rings End. The South City is now in complete darkness. A large rebel force stormed into the gasworks on South Lots Road, dismantled the machinery there. The workforce have been forced out. 23.45, friendly fire between different rebel groups uh, cause a bit of confusion and uh, happily that's quickly sorted out. 